I don't know what's colder, the temperature on the East Coast in the past week, or Jacobs in fantasy football. Welcome to the North South Podcast. It's your boy Jacobs, along with my two esteemed and very handsome co-hosts, Declan Schwartz and Stephen Thomas. How we doing, gentlemen? Welcome back to the podcast. How was your Christmas, Jacobs? Um, my Christmas was, in a word, tiring. In another word, delectable. I don't know what that means. How about you, Declan? You don't know what delectable means? No, I don't know what delectable means. Delectable is... It's more so for, like, food. When I think of delectable, I'd say, like, a candy. Like, chocolate. It's another word for good. It's like... Oh, that shit's delectable. No, actually, it's better than good. Better than good. Nobody goes, that shit is delectable. I just did. My Christmas was all right. No, it was good. My Christmas was good. I'd say it was pretty good. You got you got a you got a big gift. Oh yeah. Last last podcast talked about it. PS5, what we want. It was the lock of the week. What baby want is what baby gets. There it is. All right. Top three gifts or or top five. I can give either or. Zanelli, your top five gifts you received this Christmas. Well, this year I am at that point in my life where I really ask for necessities rather than actual gifts. Let me let me tell you, my mom even told me the same thing. She said, I appreciate the fact that you're old enough now to understand, get things that you need, not that you want. I mean, there was things that I wanted that I asked for. Yeah. But yeah, I don't Major- Majority I asked for, like, I, I literally asked for, like, socks, underwear, sweatpants, it, like, the esse- the essentials. Yeah. Nothing nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, In terms of actual, like, gifts I wanted, I got a, a new PlayStation 5 controller. Ooh. I got a, a signed Joel Embiid uh, picture frame. Yeah. A picture that was framed, and I hung it right up on my gaming system. Um, I got a... Uh, Shout out Ryan Jacobs. I got a <laughs> Barstool Philly uh, giant flag. Yeah, you <laughs> it's did. So massive. I don't know where to put it. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey, hey now. Hey now. <laughs> good hey good now. enough for the girls I know. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, yo. The shorts, other than your PlayStation 5, any notable gifts? Um, The Eagles game was counted as a gift, which, you know, obviously watching the Eagles absolutely destroy and not hearing a whole lot of touchdown titans was pretty banging yeah 
Um, I got confused for a second because I forgot. I was like, he's not talking about the Cowboys game, right? I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying I, well, I forgot. No, that. no, no. I'm, not, I'm actually not too upset. No, we'll, no, we'll no, get into no, that later. But, but I'm. I'm you should not... be upset about that as an Eagles fan. No. Um, but got a PlayStation. Got. I got this new bowling bag. It's pretty cute. It's got this like. Sh- Put your shoes on top. It's 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 hot. Like you you'd have to see it, but it's hot. Oh yeah. Um. You know, I got clothes. You know, not nothing too special outside of the out of out out of the PlayStation. But you know, it enjoyed all of my gifts. <laughs> no, it sounds like you made it like a bandit. Um. Let's see. I received a uh, a pair of Ray Bands from the girlfriend. Nice. Uh, Nice, like, Top Gun Ray-Ban, some aviators. Um, All right, Uncle Eddie. Hey, man, they are uh, sexy, let me tell uh, you. Um, I have to shout out my boy Stevens and Ellie, because not only did we get each other the same type of gift, it is, I have no idea where to put it. Um, <laughs> also, sending each other Barstool flags, he sent me a giant Pardon My Take flag. It and, just um, it just felt so right sending you that flag. Oh it, no, it's perfect. It's I, I'm looking at the spot where I want to hang it, but I have to move things out of the way because it is that massive. Um, like when he says they are massive flags, like no, they are massive flags. Um, it is every bit worth the money that you spend on those flags. Um, plus, they're awesome. I have to shout out Logan, being the listener he is. Um, Steve already knows what I'm going to say with it. Logan got me. Um, <laughs> I also know. Yeah, that's right. I forgot, I forgot to put it in the group. Um, Logan got me a very simple t-shirt from Barstool Sports. I also got him a t-shirt from Barstool Sports. Um, I, maybe we can just, maybe I'll put it up on the, on the Twitter page or whatever. At Something. this rate, Barstool needs to sponsor us. Oh my God. Could you imagine? At this um, rate. literally, um, yeah, Steve, Steve and I got each other Barstool gifts. Logan and I got each other Barstool gifts. Um, Logan, I got Logan a uh, an NFC Beast t-shirt um, with all of the logos in beast form and monster form. Uh, and then Logan got me the gift of all gifts, uh, a t-shirt that if you think about it, you'd be like, is he really going to wear something like that? And then you realize the context of it, and it's like, oh, he's going to wear that with pride. Um, it is Aaron Rodgers behind bars in jail. And it made my day. Um, Did you enjoy watching him beat the Dolphins? I didn't watch the game for obvious reasons. Um, thanks, Whittle. You, your team really got to let me down like that on Christmas Day. <laughs> the NFL's fault. They didn't protect Tua. Stop. They, yo, they thought he got concussed at like midway through the second quarter. I know. I heard about it. I just, you know, still. Um, I, I will say I did get uh, – I have not put them in yet, but uh, but Barb, shout out, uh, my mother, got me a new car mats for my car. Very excited for that. See, like I said, it's like a one it's, – it's, it's Drake. It's a one and a need. See what I did there? I know. Mm-hmm. Once it needs. Uh, yeah, you know, good stuff like that, though. Very, very good Christmas. Uh, Megan and I were all over the state of North Carolina, though. Um, it was exhausting, but it was a ton of fun. Yeah, so there's other 
stuff, you know, like, like Steve said, it's, you know, the clothes and getting so excited to open socks and underwear. Um, oh, got an Apple key. Uh, what are the Apple, the, the air tags? Oh, I got, two, I got two of those. I asked for one from my mom and Amanda, hoping one person came through. They both came through. Uh, so yeah, because uh, I I looked over next to my new my new bottle of uh, Happy for Men. By the way, my favorite cologne, always great to get. Oh, actually, favorite gift, gag gift from Barb. Always forget about it. She always gets it for me. I asked one year for a pretty girl for Christmas, so mm-hmm. she bought me a pretty girl calendar. Wow, oh. the last five or six years since. I asked for a pretty girl calendar and she always comes through. And this year, to two years ago, I got I got Sports Illustrated and I was like, we've made it to the big times, Barb. She got me one last year. It was still good. It wasn't my quite favorite. So I, I, I hinted maybe maybe something along the lines of Sports Illustrated or Hooters. She got me the Hooters calendar this year, boys. Oh snap. Oh, it's gonna be a good year. So yeah. Um but yeah. Christmas has been delightful. Excited for the new year this weekend. And um, excited. We're getting close. The new semester starting. Declan's going to be, he's halfway through his sophomore year of high school. Where the hell did the time go? End of um, January will be the end of the second marking period. Wow. Yeah. And um, wow. we have a wedding coming up. Oh, my God. And we have a second wedding coming up, too. Yes, we do. In June. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm in all of that. I got a graduation. Probably a visit home real quick for a spring break. Here we go, boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's just get rolling into the podcast. Um, baseball front, there's really only one. There's a couple moves that happened, but the one really, really big move that happened, I want to say like the night after we did the podcast, um, like early in the morning, like the next morning, was the Carlos Correa huge, huge news. Uh, going to shocker the New York Mets, leaving the Giants after the you know the the fiasco with the physical, and the Mets are now projected to have a payroll of like five hundred million dollars after taxes, which is stupid. It's Uncle th- Steve coming through. Yeah, like Dude, I, Steve Cohen does not care. You know what? More power to him, but I will say I think it's absurd. Not because it's the Mets. It's just I respect the shit. I like I like Steve Cowan. No, you, like like I said, good for him that he did that, and for the Mets, and it's legal, so go do it if you really want to. It's going to be the highest in baseball history, I believe, by a long shot. But I I don't know. I'm just a firm believer on at least some kind of a tax. You know what I mean? I mean not ta- like of a of a cap. Excuse me. I don't know. It, it just. It's getting out of hand. Even if it's maybe like the NBA, where they have the the soft cap and then the hard cap. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just it's insane, dude. Like, but whatever. Um, yeah. So Correa to the Mets. Although right now they're a little bit questioning as well. Um, he, they don't. They you know they got red flags on his physical as well. So there's obviously something. Uh, I think a knee he, problem. I believe. I think it was a surgically repaired knee. Yeah. It's not healing the way they thought it would, or something along those lines. I believe, yeah. They're not. I don't think they're being super, super specific with it, which is never a good sign. No, <laughs> it's one of those like 
normally if they're like, so this is what happened, this is what's going on. We have the gist of it from what I understand, but apparently it is something relatively serious. So we will see. Um, but you know what? At the same time, it makes that Phillies Mets rivalry a whole lot better. Yep. So it's something that, uh, you know, like with the Bears and the Packers, it's so easy to hate on them. And it's so easy to hate on, you know, if you're Duke UNC, either side. It is good in the sense where it's, as a Phillies fan, you hate on those Mets a whole lot. So it'll be fun. Um, other baseball news, though, not nothing crazy. A couple little signings here and there. We won't really go into depth with those. Uh, what we are, what we can talk about to start with, though, uh, we're getting real close to those college football playoff games. Mm-hmm. After um, after the next podcast, we will have the results of said games. How are we looking at the standings, boys? I know uh, I I started off okay, and then I got hot real fast, and I'm cool. I'm cooling off now. I think Memphis just just won with Walker. I'm looking up the scores right now. Yeah, Memphis was up 24 to 10. I think. Um, yeah, they won 38 to 10. So that's a loss for Jacobs. I'm as, in first place. As of right now, Declan is in first place. No, it's funny. I was in first place yesterday, and I'm 0-2 in the games today, I believe. So, Declan's 2-0, so we flopped. Declan uh, is 13-7. and Devin is tied for first with one less loss at 13-6. and Yeah. Uh, whoever ESPN, whatever number, is 13-7. You and I are tied for fourth at 12-8. and yeah, I was twelve and four or twelve and five, so I'm on a little bit of a There's three people tied for first, four people tied for fourth, or f- no, five people tied for fourth, and then there's a ninth and tenth. Yeah. But it's still close, so I'm excited. A lot a lot of bowl games coming up here this week. Oh not, by the way, games. Steve, I got a bet in the pick. Me? Uh, yeah. Why? I don't know. We made a pact to take the hilltoppers and somebody didn't take the hilltoppers. Oh, <gasps> You're you right. never changed your pick, dog. And all I'm I saying know. is the Hilltoppers won. Oh, no. They beat South Alabama. Yeah, they did. It was more of me forgetting to make that pick I know. or to switch it than actually doing it because you know I would have did it. Big Hilltopper guy, big Mitchell Robinson fan, you know, best center in the NBA, you know. Big Bailey Zappi fan. Absolutely. Better than Mac Jones. Let's go Hilltoppers. Top those hills, dog. Bring them to the Big Big Ten. Top. Okay. Now you're just Big Twelve. Let's go Big Twelve. <laughs> um, who, who did you guys pick for? What is it? Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State, Georgia. I mean, I think you know who I picked. You took blue, and you. T- I would assume you took Georgia. Correct. I, I have Michigan, Georgia in the final. I think I have Michigan, Georgia as well. But that, I mean, that's, that's the over, over, uh, overarching favorite. So yeah, if cool. if I picked a different one though, I, I it would have been TCU over Michigan just because TCU. Yeah. yeah. Steve, if without looking, or if you have to look, who who would you have taken in those games? Uh, I had. I don't know much about TCU, so I, I'm taking Michigan and Georgia for the defense. Yeah, I feel you. I will say there is a part of me that would love the Michigan-Ohio State final. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Although I, I will say, not to be – not to sound like a scaredy cat, I'd be a little nervous. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like 
the biggest rivalry you could do really in, in college football and for, for a national championship. I mean, yeah. dude, the ra- I couldn't even imagine the ratings for that game. But I could be stupid. But yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, boys, here's the thing. We're not report- <laughs> we, we cannot record tonight. <laughs> I'd be like, we we got to figure out a different time. Yeah, I don't know. I, he he he's so loved in Kansas City, and that's, he's so that's loved his second in the football team. world. Yeah, he he's an he's like one of the most loved guys in the NFL. You know, it's funny. It's like I feel like a lot of kids Declan's age they don't know Andy Reid as the coach in Philly. Yeah, he was in they, Philly. How long? Fifteen years? Twenty years? Uh, him and McNabb came in together, didn't they? Oh, really? Yeah. Before before Andy Reid got the head coaching job, it was Ray Rhodes. He, yeah, he was. Um, I know Andy Reid was an offensive line coach at one point. He was with the uh, the Packers. Yes, correct. With Mike Holmgren and all them homies, John Gruden. Yeah, if you if you fun fact, if you look at that staff, by the way, Nathan Evaldi, real quick, uh, two years, thirty four million dollars to the Rangers. Oh, Rangers spending more money. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Uh oh. There, Side yeah, note. Yeah. yeah. Andy Reid's coaching tree is 10 times better than Bill Belichick's. Well, yeah. I, if anybody cuz Josh McDaniels comes from Bill Belichick. So you get you get John and Harbaugh Matt, and Matt Patricia. You get Sean McDermott. Yeah. You get Ron Rivera, Doug yeah. Peterson, Todd Bowles, and uh Matt Nagy. Shout out Matt Nagy. Shut the fuck up, Steve. <laughs> I hate that man. God, I hate that man. Bald headed fuck. Where's he coaching right now? Where's he at? Shut up, Declan. He's in Kansas City. Oh, is he in Kansas City? Yeah. He's the quarterback's coach for Kansas City. Oh, God. That's why Mahomes is having a great year. Because <laughs> Matt Nagy's just like Pat. I'm just going to let you do your thing, all right? And, and, and if it doesn't, if it means anything else, he's also the senior assistant to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's the senior think, assistant to sucking my Pat balls. tells Matt what to do. Yeah, uh, I, a thousand percent. He's like, hey, remember that one time that you went to Chicago and single-handedly ruined Mitch Trubisky? Do me a favor, let me do my thing. You stay on the sidelines and don't fuck it up. How, how does Eric Bieniemy not have a have a head coaching job yet? I really, I really do think it's more so the fact he does not want to leave at this oh. point. He's so good. Unless there's just something where they question his leadership. Maybe. Like, I think those are the only two things that I can think of, Declan. I think it's – Steve, I don't know if you want to weigh in on that. I think for me, you look at Eric Bieniemy, and the only two things I can think of are the NFL teams don't think he's cut out to be an NFL head coach, or B, homie just doesn't want to leave Kansas City. I, I think it's a mixture of both, but yeah, so he's got it too, he's got it too good in Kansas City. Yeah. Maybe he just doesn't want to be a head coach. I mean he, he goes out for these interviews, but maybe he's just waiting on the perfect one. I mean, let's be real here. You know as the coordinator in Kansas City, it's like it, it's to a point where I want to see him in Denver. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he would do that to them though. Neither do I, but I I, I just Bringing an offensive guy in there. I, no, I, mean, I know no, he has I really, in there, but. No, what I really want to see. 
I want to see Sean Payton to Denver. I want to see him bring Vic Fangio back Vic to Denver. Fangio. That's wild, by the way, that whole story. Nobody's talking about that. What? He's just, like, setting up a super team coaching staff. Yep. Vic Fangio. And Dad and I were talking about that today. I don't think the fans in Denver – I mean, if I, I'm not a Broncos fan, but, I mean, I'd have to ask Garrett. Steve, I want to get your opinion on this. If you're a Broncos fan – are you opposed to bringing Vic Fangio back as the D coordinator? It's not like the defense was ever the problem. Uh, I'd absolutely bring him back. He's one of the best defensive minds in, in in the NFL. Yeah. Even though he's not he's not coaching right now, is he? Not that I'm aware of, no. Yeah, I don't know why people wouldn't want to give him a chance. Yeah, like I, I mean. Like I just say he's one of the best D coordinators in the NFL currently. Yeah, I think Sean Payton implementing his offense with Russell Wilson some of the short throws, maybe, you know, more accurate, moving the ball down the field, utilizing it a little bit more, getting the ball out quicker like Drew Brees did. Vic Fangio running that defense, man. Why not? I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. No, that's a, that's a very good squad. Run but, it. Yeah, it would be out of me, though. I don't know. I think, like I said, I think he's just in that spot where it's like he's trying to take the perfect job. Like, he's like, I'm not leaving unless I get exactly what I want. Like, the situation mm-hmm. that I want. Yeah. You can't blame him. I mean, so. That's a, Josh McDaniels did that for years. So. Uh, Giants 24, Vikings 27. Minnesota Vikings are 11-0 in one-score games. Make it make sense. Best in NFL history. Plus five win differential with a 12 win record. Uh, point differential, you mean? Yeah, point differential. Sorry. Yes. No, no, no. You're, I, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words anymore with the Minnesota Vikings. They just. It, is, it, is it just their offense just that good? Yes. I think that's what it is, right? Because their defense yeah. is dog shit. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Yeah, there was the stat they were talking with pardon my take. I want to say it's who are the quarterbacks? It's like 300 plus yards. Recently, it's been like Mac Jones, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, like Matt Ryan might have went over 300 yards in that game. No, I'm kidding. He might have like 100. Um, but there was like a string of games with the Vikings where it's like. They're just giving up all these yards passing, and they're still finding ways to win. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson. That was a great catch. Well, apparently he was he was bitching about not getting the ball on the Vikings, so they were like, fuck it, we're going to throw it to you now. And Why he not? clearly proved the point. Yeah. I will say that that is one thing I was a little bit worried about. It's like there are a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. You know what I, mean? I respect I mean, Thielen. What's that? Thielen's respected taking a back seat. Yeah, but, I mean, is that something that he's going to be okay with for the long haul? I know it's his hometown team, you know? He's getting up there, isn't he? You got to wonder, though. I mean, at some point. He's, also, like, he's just – he's not the same guy that he used to be. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I, I do wonder at times. But, yeah, Justin Jefferson – and uh, T. 
TJ Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook. That that offense is just loaded, dude. But yeah, I don't know. I the Vikings and they just don't lose. The Giants put up a solid effort. The Giants are kind of like the anti-Vikings in a sense where these there are a lot games, of close games, but they lose. They lose in heartbreaking fashion. That's <laughs> 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 just what they do. Um, so if the playoffs started today, fun fact, um, let me pull it back up. Are the Giants in? Yeah. NFC Beast, all NFC East teams are in. That's crazy. It's disgusting. Let's go. So bad. Packers um, might sneaking in now. Shut the fuck up. I know you don't want to hear it. They might end up sneaking <laughs> in. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Um, all right. Uh, nothing else really from that game, right? No. No. Um, Bengals 22, Patriots 18. Um, that was almost bad. It was a bad beat, but it was almost a bad complete. Patriots got down to the red zone before they fumbled the ball. Yeah, they were at like the 10. Yeah. The five. So, Bengals hold on to win. How many more wins do you think the Patriots would have if they had a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback? Can I can I make an even bolder statement? Yes. They would have two to three more wins if they had a halfway decent offensive coordinator. Yeah, Matt. I don't understand why Matt Patricia is calling the yeah, offensive plays for the Patriots. I, I really no think sense. I think that's more of Bill Belichick having too much faith in his own guys. Yeah. So, is I mean, Bill, Bill like Belichick. Really... Honestly, if if that team is not coached by Bill Belichick, how much worse would they be? They might be a four-win team at best. Like Bill Belichick's treading water with a seven and eight team right now. Uh-huh. This like is probably just, one of his best coaching jobs. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just there. You know, he yeah. they could they could still maybe sneak into the playoffs. If you're a I Patriots mean, fan, though, you're really trying to like sneak into the playoffs and they get absolutely like ship blasted by the Chiefs or the Bengals, like last no. year. No, they expect to be. If you're a Patriots fan, you expect the Patriots to be a good team like every year. Yeah, like last year when they snuck into the playoffs and got obliterated by the Bills. That's what I'm saying. Like it, they. They need a quarterback. Mac Jones isn't the answer. Yeah, I've, but I've think, seen enough of Mac Jones personally. But until you give him actual weapons and an actual offensive coordinator, it's not fair to him, man. I can't even. I know you're what right. you're saying, but you're right because Zach Wilson is the complete opposite. He's got the weapons. Yeah, he just stinks. Like put them in that. Put put, put Mac Jones in that situation. The Jets are an absolute playoff team. Oh, I'd be a hundred percent. They they won't be like great by any means, but they'll be way better than what they are now. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not saying they're like division by any means, but like they're yeah. they're a wild card team. Like they're because they're already on the cusp. Like they're absolutely in. Um, yeah. I just there's not really much more for me to say about this one. Joe Burrow went nutty in the first half. I think they just let their foot off foot off the gas in the second half because there was no reason this game should have been close. No. Um. So yeah, Bengals twenty two. Patriots 18. Um, if you had the over, uh, you're feeling kind of shitty today, like Jacobs. Um, <laughs> Falcons, there's nothing to talk about this game. Falcons 9, Ravens 17. Uh, just a really ugly game. Um, the Ravens defense is very good. The Falcons are not very good. Um, uh, playing Desmond Ritter, they're in full give-up mood. Yeah, but you got to see what the kid has. I get it. 
I just think it's funny how when Lamar plays, they're giving up 30 points and they're losing games because of their defense. But when they got um, Tyler Huntley, Tyler Huntley, aka Brett Huntley, Brett Huntley. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say Taylor Huntley, but that's that's why I paused there for a minute. I needed somebody to say something, but. I, I just think it's funny when you have your backup and the defense like really locks up, and I, I guess it's just like um, a mindset thing. Like, okay, our starting quarterback's back. Like, we don't have to. It doesn't all fall on us for once. When you know you, you should be playing like that week after week. If you do, like we've talked about this weeks and weeks ago, they could have easily been a undefeated team with the Eagles, like ten and out. Yeah. So. You know they're they're a very good team. They just I, I don't some games I just don't think they use their, all their skill. Uh, I agree. I mean they're incredibly well coached. John Harbaugh is just yes magician. So yeah, seventeen and nine. Steve, anything you want to talk about that game? I mean, um, no, <laughs> I got nothing. It was one of those games I just I don't really have anything for. It's it's a gross game. Yeah. It's just um, nasty. The last game from the 1 o'clock slate started at 2 o'clock because of bad weather. Uh, the Houston Texans, 19. Oh the God. Tennessee Titans, 14. Zanelli, I'll let you take this one away. Yes. Yes. Please, <laughs> we, can I talk about this one? We were texting about it as it was happening. So, take it away, first, Steve. First things first, I'm sick about the Pickums. <laughs> this made me sick. I, and it, I just kind of had a feeling in the back of my head, I'm like, Jacob's probably picked the Texans. I bet it. And I – I looked, and you did take the Texans. I did. You know what? I applaud you for that. I really do. And it wasn't anything about trying to take the underdog. It wasn't anything about trying to get a pick on you. It was just an honest, even before Ryan Tannehill was ruled out, I just really thought this was a game. The Titans are sliding. The Texans have looked really good in the last few games. I said, you know what? Maybe I'm just playing with fire, but – I think the Titans are just asking to lose this game. And I think the Texans are the better team currently. And they won the game. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give Texans the 100% credit. They've been competing with almost every team the last, like, four weeks. Texans and the Bears, baby. <laughs> and that's going to be exciting. That's a hammer the over. Well, no, 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 no. They played earlier in the season already. I'm just uh, saying. I thought you were I'm, talking about they, they're right. going to play again or something. No, that'd be fun. No, I'm just saying more so. The two, like, the two worst record-wise teams in the NFL are two of like the most enjoyable teams that have sucked so bad to watch. Because they try. That's the difference. They're 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 both frisky. They're both, both. very well coached. Lovey Smith. The, the Texans. The Texans could be the best two-win team I've ever seen. You're not wrong. It sounds crazy. No, I get it. The did, Titans, they Mills, did they have Mills a quarterback yesterday? They keep doing the switch off with him and uh. Driscoll. It's unreal. It's so weird. I don't know why they do that. It's so weird. By the way, you know who scored the first touchdown for the Texans? Rex Burkhead on a fumble recovery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and another add, another add on to this, even though the Titans lost, Derrick Henry still owns the Texans. <laughs> yeah, 23 for 126 on a touchdown. He had a fumble, but it's fine. He's been having a fumbling issue lately. He has. And Malik, Malik Willis really does not look very good. Uh, yeah, he kind of stinks. Uh, the Titans fucking suck, actually. The, um, the more that you're watching these quarterbacks from this year's draft, it's kind of like, 
oh, I, I kind of get why they weren't drafted very high. As of right now, Kenny Pickett has the most potential from what it's I not know. It's not close. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say Malik Willis, I, we thought he was going to a really good situation. <laughs> it kind of sucks. <laughs> they have a really good head coach. That's about it. Um, the team itself is just not good. I Derek, mean, yeah, if he's good at handing off the ball, maybe he'll be all right. But... He's Derrick Henry, yeah, but, I mean, he has no, nobody to throw to. Yeah. It's just Derrick Henry on offense. They they have nothing. Yeah, but Davis Mills, to be fair, did go seventeen of twenty eight. Jeff Jeff Driscoll went three of four. It was more of a Mills Jeff game. Driscoll. Yeah, it was That's more of the so Mills funny. game. Mills Mafia. Go Texans, man! They're gonna load up on that draft. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bryce Young. <laughs> I'm before it was kind of like wow, like I feel bad for Bryce Young. I don't feel bad for him anymore. They they got some talent on the team. Yeah. I mean, Laramie Tunsil's a stud. Yep. Oh, he's a uni- he's a mammoth of a man. At least they have him protecting Bryce Young. I, give that. I don't think their line is terrible. It's not great. It's not terrible. Yeah. Not the worst. Could be the Broncos line. God. Yeah. Um. All right. What do you say uh, we go to the four o'clock games? We have the. 49ers 37. The Brock Purdy show just rolls on. Um, also, Tommy Carson is back. I was gonna say we had a uh, we had a, a Carson Wentz sighting, and Disgusting. he did he did not look bad. Disgusting. Still looked pretty good, by the way. Uh, I, yeah, th- thirty seven to twenty final score. Here's my take with Carson Wentz: if he's healthy, you have to play him because one, you have to pay him. Yeah, he's got to pay to play. So I I mean. You're paying Wentz all that money, and he's riding the bench. Yeah, that's funny. I'd rather see him play because with Heineke, he's not even making like a million dollars a year. So, yeah. It, I mean, I think they both stink. Here's my take with Wentz. He did. I will say, those receivers got hurt early and often this year, and the defense was absolute dog water to start the season. Mm-hmm. I think if you put Carson Wentz with the team that the the commies have been over the last – well, to be fair, they haven't won a game in quite some time. Um, their last win actually came against the Falcons on the 27th, so Thanksgiving weekend. Um, they have not won a game. They went winless in December, fun fact. Um, they played the Browns on New Year's Day. Uh, I – I, I crush like the commanders. What's up? I like the commanders against the Browns. What do you think the line is in that game, Steve? Ooh, who's home? Uh, Washington. Uh, Washington minus two. It's uh, Declan. Uh, give me commies minus three and a half. Minus two on the dot. Ooh, I didn't even look. Got it on the dot. Pin the tail on the donkey. Um, yeah, I. <sighs> The commies are starting to scare me. They 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 fight hard. They're not a good team. They're really starting to give me Lions vibes in the sense where, like what I said about the Lions earlier, they were fighting and fighting and fighting. I think they're tired, dude. I hit. I think they hit a wall. I think Ron Rivera has gotten everything out of that team that he could have gotten out of it. Ron saved himself for another year, though. I think. I don't know. The way, the way they end this season, these last two games are going to mean a lot. If they don't win a game, 
I think he might be gone. Well, if you think about it, you you went out, you're in the playoffs. No, like I said, they, they still can make the playoffs. He still could have a job. But if if you're what seven and four, whatever it was, and then you tie the Giants by week, lose to the Giants, lose to the Niners, lose to the Browns, lose to the Cowboys. That's tough. I you're putting yourself in a really really precarious spot at that point. But yeah, the Niners are really good. Brock Purdy, um, it, the legend just continues. Um, 15 to 22, 234, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, I don't know. I, the more I watch this team, the more I'm like, I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Scariest team in the NFC, honestly. uh, Far and away. I think they might be the scariest team in football. The defense they play and how they just, Poetry in motion, running the ball, moving the ball down the field. They don't beat themselves. They're incredibly well coached. The Niners are eleven and four now. They were one. They lost. Remember, remember Sunday Night Football? They lose to the Broncos. Remember that game? Mm-hmm. They even lost at the Falcons, twenty-eight to fourteen. And. Actually, they lost two in a row. They they lost, yeah, because they lost to the Chiefs. I don't think they've lost since then. Beat the Rams, Chargers, Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins, Bucks. See, no, they're they've won eight in a row. Yeah, they go to the Raiders next week, and then they finish at home against the Cardinals. The Niners are just good. No, they're great. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna use that word now. That's fair. I think they're a great football team. So, hopefully, they get Debo back healthy soon. But Ray Ray McLeod, great run, touchdown, great name, by the way. Anything else about this game? Niners are good. Electric. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go to the night game, just because I think you guys know why. Um, Steelers 13, Raiders 10. First of all, rest in peace, Franco Harris. Immaculate reception. 50 years almost to the day. They were going to retire his number, and unfortunately, uh, Franco passed away. But let me tell you, man, how about the Steelers, like, all coming in in Franco Harris jerseys? That's pretty cool. Just gave you the chills, man. It's yeah. so, so beautiful to see. Just another reason why I love sports. Um, and naturally, the Steelers come back and score a touchdown with – you know, less than a minute left to win the game. Uh, the It was a battle of teams that really are in playoff contention, but kind of aren't in playoff contention, if that makes sense. A fun fact, though, real quick, some trivia for you guys. I'm not going to, like, ask that question, I guess, but Franco Harris, fun fact, that the Immaculate Reception was the first touchdown in Pittsburgh Steelers postseason history. Wow. Because then they yeah. won they went on to win the Super Bowl, yeah. But they, they were not known for playoff success before that. The seventies they just kind of went nutty. You know, then they, they won a couple more Super Bowls, but yeah, the first ever touchdown in postseason history for the Pittsburgh Steelers was the Franco Harris Immaculate Reception. Hmm. So fun little nugget for you guys out there. Um 
Kind of an ugly game, if we're going to be real here. Derek Carr kind of didn't play well. He is very streaky. Yeah, I think I think it's only a matter of time until he's gone. I mean, how many more years could he put into him? He's been he's already been there for a while. I, I think Josh McDaniels is coming in too, and he's like, I kind of want my own guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Devontae Adams does. You know, I know he I believe they signed into that big contract too, didn't they? Yeah. But I know a lot of the reason I, I doubt it was the only reason, but a lot of the reason he wanted to go to the Raiders. It's his boy, you know? And he's yep. having a great year. No, he's he's not the problem. He's not the problem at all. Yeah, I mean, he only had two for 15 in this game, but this is one of those games. The wind was whipping hard, too, I will say. I mean, it was it was not a good weather game. But Kenny Pickett had to deal with it, too. And Kenny went 26-39 for 244. And he, he kind of zipped that ball through the wind. So there's no excuses for Derek Carr. Um, I would love to see him somewhere like the Jets next year, maybe the Panthers. I think someone like... Like Derek Carr, like Jimmy Garoppolo to the to the Jets, I think that sets them up for a ton of success next year. But yeah, a thirteen to ten final. Like I said, there's not really much to say about this game. Uh, we'll just go to the last game, I guess. Um, other than the Sunday games, Christmas Eve, um, Eagles Cowboys, Cowboys forty, Eagles thirty four. Absolutely a terrific game to watch. A very fun game. Uh, not being either one of those team fans. As a yeah, as an NFL fan, that was a fantastic game to watch. I'm going to say Eagles that as an NFL fan. fan. As an Eagles fan, I am heartbroken. I wouldn't be heartbroken. Yeah, I'm not no, heartbroken. I'm heartbroken in the sense is that I think the Eagles had it. Just the turnovers really screwed them over. That, well, yeah. That, that, that third and 30 lost them the game. That's, yeah. That was that. Wow. That was that was rough. T.Y. Hilton, welcome back. <laughs> oh, is that who caught it? Yes. T.Y. Hilton, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Shut the fuck yep. up. T.Y. Yeah, Hilton, right on me. Darius Slay's dome piece. Yeah, I think they signed him either right. last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, they just signed him. Yeah, he didn't play. They they signed him the week the week before, and he didn't pl- end up playing that week. And that was his only catch and target. That's incredible. T.Y. Hilton, awesome. welcome back. How yeah. old do you think he is without looking it up? 32. 35. He's 33. Yeah, wow. What college did T.Y. Hilton go to? I couldn't tell you. I'm not going to lie. That's what I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know either. I'm looking at it. I don't even know the college. Name it. F.I.U. Oh, Florida International. Yeah, okay. Where? <laughs> the Panthers. Oh. The Florida International Panthers. Oh, yes, the Panthers. Hey. The, also, golden, the Golden Panthers, excuse me. Also, shout out Gardner Minshew. Had a great game, honestly. Yeah, I mean. He could be the, a starter. 24 of 40, it's not great completion percentage-wise, but homie's, homie, homie moved the ball down the field. He's electric. I, I, I have to say. Yeah. Devontae Smith, oh, my God, played out of his mind. That's, a, that's another game with 100-plus for both Devontae and A.J. Brown. And I will say. After Dak threw that pick six right in the beginning of the game, he was lights out the rest of the game. Dak Prescott had a whale of a game, dude. 
Well, he owns the NFC East. Let's be real. 27 to 35, 347. Yeah, but he had to he he needed this kind of game. And of course it came against the Eagles. I give him credit. You got but you know what? You gotta give him credit. No, uh, I am and I'm you saying did. No, he, no, played, no. he played out yeah. his mind. Yeah, no, you did. And yeah, I'm 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 agreeing with you, but C D Lamb, we've talked about it. He's <sighs> phenomenal. Um oh my God. Nobody the the D backs had a rough, rough game against C D. He he was everywhere. Yeah. Um, Michael Gallup's a really good number two as well. By the way, he he's one of the more one of the more underrated uh, receivers Le- in the NFL. One of the least talked about. Yeah. Yes. Um, um what's that? What was I about to say? Yeah, honestly, it, it was a game of turnovers. The turnovers decided who was going to win that game. I mean, if you look at, at team stats, first downs even, twenty five to twenty five. Um, total plays, Eagles ran sixty nine. Nice. Uh, nice. Cowboys, nice. Cowboys That's why ran, they were turning the ball over. Yeah, literally. 72. It's only a three-play difference. Um, total drives, 12 to 10, Cowboys. Um, Eagles led in passing yards, 35, the 355 to 304. Uh, Cowboys led, led in rushing yards, 115 to 87. Penalties, not very many by either team. Four for 36 for the Cowboys. Two for 10 for the Eagles. Even time of possession. 32-18 for the Cowboys, 27-42 for the Eagles. Relatively close. It was a neck-and-neck neck game it's the whole time. The turnovers, that's all it was. Yep. Eagles turned the ball over four times, two interceptions, two fumbles. Um, none, none more, um, I think, dramatic than the uh, the Miles Sanders fumble. Um, and then, you know, if you're the Cowboys, the pick six early and then nothing. Get it and- out of the way early. Let it out. Yeah, the be- the best part about this is that the Eagles could have definitely could have afforded this loss because all they just have to do now is win out and they're still they still claim the number one seed. They just have to win one game. They don't have to win out. Oh no, no, there's still one game up on the Vikings. Oh, okay. So you literally just have to win one game, and you have home field. Fine by me. So, great game though. As an uh, overall, it was a great game. Yeah. How about though um, against the Saints week eight week seventeen. Of all teams, they have to be, and it'll help them in more ways than one. <laughs> yep. Eagles are going to drop 50. Uh, Revenge game. They're... Just kidding. They're going to win. They should, but. What's the line? Ooh, Eagles field. minus nine and a half. Eagles minus nine. Eagles minus seven. Ooh, it, it dropped. It dropped. It dropped a little bit. It dropped two and a half. Because I knew it was at nine and a half, like two days ago. Yeah. But oh, people fading the birds. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Eagles, Cowboys. That'd be a fun playoff matchup. That's all I'll say. That would be oh, a phenomenal game. Oh yeah. So. It'll I'd probably be, end up being in the link. Well, yeah, it will be. And uh, playing in link, that's a tough place, especially absolutely. during the playoffs. Yeah. And cold. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the Sunday slate. First game of the day. These games he, sucked. Yeah. Uh, the Fudge Packers, 26. The Dolphins, 20. Um, Dolphins stink? Yeah, I yeah, – Sorry, I, Whittle. Sorry, Wes. Sorry, my cousin Chris. Um, Tua might be a bad quarterback. He's not bad, but he's not 
great. He um, might not be a starting quarterback. That's I disagree with that. That's a very, very hot take. Um, Dolphins up by seven at the half and still blow the lead. Uh, give up 13 in the second half and don't score at all. Um, and if we're being real here, other than the 84-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Waddle, kind of a whole lot of nothing. Um, no, it's funny, too. When they released the slate for Christmas, it was like, whoa, Packers-Dolphins? Whoa, Broncos-Rams? Buccaneers-Cardinals? Yeah, it's, that faded fast. I don't know what else there is to say about Packers Dolphins. I Packers are seven and eight all of a sudden. Uh, I'm getting really afraid they're going to make the playoffs. Not that they'll do anything, but just the fact that like they might actually come back and make the playoffs. Losing Christian Watson's going to hurt. Is he out? I don't think it's that bad actually. Oh, it's yeah, I, I know. I know he hurt his hip. Yeah, I don't think he's out from what I've seen. I was because like, my fantasy. I don't. I don't think I saw an injury designation. Speaking yeah, of fantasy. Quick tidbit, I am nervous that they're going to bench Derrick Henry this week. I am nervous. Seriously? Why would they do that? Because it doesn't matter. The only the only game that matters, it doesn't matter it, who wins and who losses this week for Jaguars or Titans. It only comes down to week 18. So they could bench their starters if they wanted to for week 17. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Well... Because the Titans, because say, for example, if the Titans lose and the Jaguars win, the Titans still own the tiebreaker on the Jaguars, even if the Jaguars were to win week 17. House, that's got to be a, one of the one of the secondary tiebreakers because the Jaguars won against the, the Titans the first time they played. Hmm. Well, isn't the Titans still up a game? No, they're both seven and eight right now. Ooh. Oh. Jaguars, Titans, tiebreaker. Here we go. They have identical 7-8 records, but right now the Jaguars hold the tiebreaker because of head-to-head. So the two playoff scenarios, I'm on a Jacksonville site right now. Um, Trying to find it. I'm sorry. Uh, So let's see. If the Jaguars lose and the Titans win this week, uh, the Jaguars beat the Titans. They'd both be 8-9. and nine. The Jaguars would hold a tiebreaker because they'd win both of them. If the Titans win, they're 9-8, and eight, and yeah, they, they're up by a couple games. So if the Jaguars and Titans both lose this weekend, they're both 7-9, winner of the regular season finale, 8-9. Obviously, you have the better record, you win. If they both win this week, they both would be 8-8, eight and eight, then you get nine and eight, eight and nine. But now here's the crazy part. So yeah, it's, this weekend's results are meaningless in the playoff scenarios, other than wild card scenarios. So that's why I don't think the Titans will um, will rest starters because you can't afford to. Because if they both win this week, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Then you're both at eight and eight. You're both sitting in that awkward, um, you know, wild card range. Like right now, if you look at the AFC, Miami's eight and seven, 
and they're the sixth seed. And then you have Jacksonville, New England. Miami's the seventh seed. Oh, because the AFC South, yeah. But they, but that's what I'm saying. So you have eight and seven, and then everybody's seven and eight. Even the Raiders are six and nine, technically are still not mathematically eliminated, even though they're not going to make the playoffs. But you, the Steelers, the Titans, the Jets, the Patriots, and the Jaguars, all seven and eight. So we're in for a wild ride, <laughs> to say the least. So I think I think you're okay for that, at least. But... Yeah. Also, fantasy football, congratulations. Steve Zanelli on to the championship game again. <laughs> Fuck Although you. he's going against Dennis, who owns him. Yeah, that's what I'm nervous about. Literally I'm anybody Dennis. else. I'm taking Dennis. Literally anybody else, I was feeling confident. I don't know what it is about Dennis. That man owns me. I also Steve. want Dennis to win. Steve, I love you with my whole heart. You're, you're rooting against me. I understand. Your Christmas present means the world to me. You mean the world to me. <laughs> I, you're, you're turning into a juggernaut, and I need you to lose. <laughs> if I would have beaten you in your first season, I'd be like, go ahead. Win, win, win back-to-back. It's fine. But Although, is, for me, this... it's oh, God, God. No, I was going to say, this could be a good thing for you because then I'll be officially tied with Rob as, as the juggernaut, and yeah. Rob owns you. Yeah, but here's the thing. For me, it's also tough. It's like Dennis got hot at the end of the season and, like, took my final playoff spot. I will be less nervous if Jalen Hurts doesn't play next week. No, it sucks, too. I scored. I only scored 118 points this week. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I would have been facing Jason. He only scored 109. So, if I would have won one of those games and made the playoffs, you know, that I lost, I would be in the championship against you right now. Oh, part two. Like, I'm part sick. Two. Also, I'm sick. shout out to Jay. What a, great, what a season. season. Yeah, great season. 12 and three, right? Yeah, 12 and four now after the playoff loss. But yeah, so you and Jason are officially 12 and four, both. Third, I'm getting third, the, cha- third championship I'm, in four years. We're trying to run it back. And I'm getting the ass wipe award. <laughs> again. <laughs> again, right? Declan, you lost by 104 points. <laughs> this week, you scored 105. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy, but your team is so bad. I mean, Logan seems that much better, to be fair. He put up 209 this week. I know my team was ruined with injuries. You're telling me? Yeah, I am. You know why? Because I got three wins. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yo, Steve Logan's team this week: Jared Goff, thirty-four; Saquon, twenty-six; Singletary, twenty-two; CD, thirty-seven; Amari Cooper, thirteen; Tyler Higby, thirty. That's gross. Jerry Judy, twenty. He had Garrett Wilson with five, the, the Cardinals defense with four, and he had Brett Maher, the Cowboys kicker, with 18. And he had Michael Gallup on his bench with 13, and George Pickens on his bench with 16. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. 
just the fact that like if I would have won one of those games against West that I should have won, you know, those close ass games. I would be in the championship right now because so I scored one eight. I I beat what? I smoked Wes. It fucking was. It fucking was. One sixty four, one twenty six. Yeah. Even with Mike Evans only getting you five, Justin Herbert only got him five. Yikes! Also, for any betting people out there on Caesar's Sportsbook, the Panthers are plus three hundred to win the division. That's juicy. Wait, still. Yeah, they do have to win both games. To be fair, I like it. Uh, I don't like New Orleans week eighteen. There's something about that that just I don't know. I don't also, know. fun fact about the Eagles spread: the Eagles are four and one against the spread versus the Saints in the last five games. Yeah, I mean, if you remember last year, they smoked the Saints, and that was kind of the game that propelled them. The Jalen Hurts kind of had that huge coming out party. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But let, let's move on. Rams fifty-one. <laughs> this game, <laughs> Broncos fourteen. There's actually um, a lot to talk about for this one. There's, no, there's not. Yes, there is. One dude oh. got fired. The team wiped their ass. Cam Akers. Hey, what's going on? Um, that's it. Baker Mayfield went 24 of 28 for 230, two touchdowns, no picks. It's because Baker's him. I think that I honestly, I dead ass think the Broncos were just tired of it. The Broncos defense was tired of this shit of being so good. They're like, yeah, fuck this. We're we're just gonna sell. That's I, what I honestly don't, think. What I happened. just thought, yeah, I, I don't think they care anymore. That that's exactly what happened. That's why this score is so wacky. They're like, yeah, let's try and get Nate fired. Yeah, you know who know who's like crying right now is the Lions. They're like, really, guys, you couldn't beat the Rams <laughs> because they have the the Rams first rounder still yeah, this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, the Seahawks are like, let's go, yes, sir. <laughs> um, the Seahawks are loving this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, K Makers twenty three for one eighteen, three touchdowns. Tyler Higby with a Cooper Cup kind of line, nine for ninety-four and two touchdowns. I missed my Prince. Um, I'm afraid to look at the Broncos. God, no, they're so bad. Jerry Judy's like the only good thing on that team. I mean, I like Cortland Sutton too. Cortland Sutton needs a better quarterback to be thrown him to. Don't get me wrong, big Greg Dolchich fan. Oh yeah, great. that's a great tight end name. That's a great tight end for the Broncos name. No, who's the who's the second tight end on their team? You can't pronounce their name. Albert? I don't think. Is he still playing? No. Oguangu? I'm pretty sure he's out for the season. Yeah. No, I know. He's he's he's, yeah. he's like a scratch every week. Big Al. Big Al. No, it's fun. If you look at the Denver rushing, the names that rush for them this week. Oh, yeah. It's, it's gross. Latavius Murray, 8 for he's 34. Back. Chase Edmonds, 6 for 31. And Marlon Mack, 4 for 22. Marlon Mack. <laughs> Dude, Latavius Murray in his prime, that man is massive. Yeah, he's a big boy. 6'3", 230. Yeah. You know know the season's going poorly when this game is on Nickelodeon and they have the guy who plays Patrick Starr on TV (laughs) talking about it, and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it's an inner reception. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't think you're supposed to do that. (laughs) 
Yeah. It kind of reminded me of the Kevin Harlan call with the drunk fan <laughs> on the field. The guy is drunk, and there he goes. And there he goes. <laughs> that will if if you guys haven't seen that video, please where look where that have you up. been? First of all, you're under a rock. Yeah, like Patrick Starr. Um, yeah, I was gonna say. That's can you name? Can you name the two head coaches in that game? It was Monday Night Football. I, I know who the one coach was, Mister Eight and Eight himself. I, uh, I know both of them. I know both of them. Go ahead, it name was, it. It was Rams versus 49ers. Jeff Fisher and Chip Kelly. Yep. Yes. Incredible. Oh man. Bring Jeff Fisher back. Stop. Bring him back. Football guy. Football guy. Um. Yeah, that's about all we can say. There was that. nothing like him getting fired in the video. Have you no, guys seen that? There's nothing like him talking to Nick Foles on the phone during hard knocks. He called Nick Foles was like, hey, by the way, Nick, we're just going to let you go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no shit. remorse. If you haven't seen that video, Declan, look it up. I've seen that video. No, I've, seen, that. I've seen the video of him going into the coaching staff and being like. Yeah, I've seen that too. About that game plan. Guys, I'm not going to be here. You guys are all fighting for jobs. I'll give you any kind of recommendations you need. <laughs> They're all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Declan, do yourself a favor. Um, you have to look that up. He, it was on Hard Talk. He just, like, calls Nick Foles, and he's like, hey, Nick, uh, we're going to go separate ways or whatever. And Nick was like, all right, cool, thanks. Thanks, coach. <laughs> it's like, what? Nick um, Foles, nice guy. All-time nice guy. Um no, he's not. Actually, another he's all-time not a nice football guy, though. Another all-time nice guy is Chris Collinsworth. Did you hear the dig he had at Trace McSorley? Oh, that was bad. That was so bad. Definitely. I don't know if you heard before the no, game. What you say? Before the man the ended game, his life. He was. It was like the nicest, like knife throwing right in the back that I've ever seen in my life. Um, he goes along the lines of, you know, it was really nice to get to meet Trace McSorley. You know, in his first NFL start, was talking to him, and he really does think he's the best quarterback in the world, even if he's the only person who feels that way. <laughs> it's like, what? I feel like in his head, he probably thought that sounded way better than what it actually sounded like. Yeah. I don't think it was intentional to come No, it, it wasn't, but I think that's also one of those, if he – you can just word that so much better. Even if he's like, and I'm excited to see what he's got in store for us tonight. You know what I mean? Or something. Yeah, It's just the way he said it. It was like, oh, wow. He just threw him under the bus and backed it right back up on him. But yeah, the game, 19-16 to 16 in overtime. It was another Tampa Bay comeback. Just... It's so I can't ugly. watch them. I can't watch them. They're no, I didn't want to watch. I didn't watch this game. Shout out James Conner, though. That man plays so hard. No, like I, I, I cannot watch a Cardinal game until Cliff Kingsbury is not the coach anymore. I don't even understand why he was hired in the first place. Yeah, well, there's only one place to go is up for Clinton. And it's like I, I can't believe it's it's taken this long to to fire the guy this year. Like in in college. Okay, he coached Pat Mahomes, and he went five and eight in college. In college, then he proceeds to get hired from the Cardinals, and he gets to handpick his quarterback. He brings in this whole team: DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, uh, Hollywood Brown, Buda Baker's there now, JJ Watt, 
all these type of guys. And if he hasn't, he's lost the locker room. But if, if he somehow hasn't already, it's just it, all the talents on the team and you're a four win team. I don't under I, like, how is he still there? I know. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't get it. And in a, in, a, in a down year for that division too. But yeah, shout out JJ Watt, by the way. I know. Like Tyler Murray hates him. Yeah. Well, when you're as dysfunctional as that organization is right now with Steve Kime, pretty sure letting that strength and conditioning coach take the fall for him in Mexico. And all of a sudden, Steve Kime's just on his own personal leave of absence. Kyler Murray's out. You don't know how he's going to return. Cliff Kingsbury stinks. The team is awful. J.J. Watt just announced he's retiring. I really wish I would have seen him in Pittsburgh just, just for one season with his brothers. That would have been really cool, but that is what it is. But J.J. Watt, first spot Hall of Famer, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just – His prime was unreal. He might be – I think you have to consider him like top five in his prime in that you know window he had with Houston. Mm-hmm. Like defensive players possibly of all time. In his yeah. prime, just that like what, five to seven year? That was insane, dude. Yeah. So, speaking and, of goals, God, yeah. This game was a stink fest. I, yeah. Nick Foles is back in a terrible way. You know what's so funny, too? I think Logan needed like 32 points in his other league from the Chargers or something like that. Or I forget what happened. And I went, oh, don't, don't worry about uh, the Chargers defense. I said, they're not going to get that many points. I said, it's not like Nick Foles is going to throw three or four picks or something like that. Nick Foles proceeds to throw three interceptions. Yeah. Is his career done? Is he over? Yes. After if he's this, not in an Eagles uniform. After after the Colts, I'm I'm pretty sure his career is over. I'm really, really interested to see what the Colts do this offseason. They had a lot of things they got to change. Chris Ballard might get fired. As he should. I, I, I mean, I agree. I just uh, – Chargers with the um, – with the win as well, clinch a playoff berth. So that's pretty cool for them. Justin Herbert did throw a pick, but was 24-31 for 235. Um, Austin Eckler, Logan, I apologize. The over-under was like 50 or something like that for Austin Eckler. I said I wouldn't touch it, and naturally he ran for 67. So sorry if I cost your money, dog. Um, Keenan Allen. Welcome back. He's very, very good. Um, When he's healthy. Big big win. Um, Zach Moss twelve for sixty five for the Colts. Um, I know um, they're just a bad football team. Jeff Saturday's out. He's out of here. That's fine. yeah, but you know what? I don't think he anybody... just he just came, he just came in. That that's I, all I, he wanted to do. I don't think anybody expected it to work. No. And you know just... what? Hope hopefully he gets a chance somewhere as like an O line coach if he wants it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or somewhere like that. I mean, he had a gig with being an analyst, right? They yeah, didn't let him go, right? I, I I don't know how those contracts work. A lot of the time, I'm sure he'll be back. Well, yes, but, Ken just likes to 
cut people loose all the time. So yeah, they they're always bringing people in, letting people go. So um, yeah, but I'm saying like if he really does want to coach, though, I I mean he's a great rah rah guy. I'm sure he would do great as like an O line coach somewhere. Maybe maybe if he pays his dues and offers his coordinator or something like that. But he's he's not a head coach yet, and that's not a knock on him. I don't think you know. It's just. They're just a bad team. They're they're a dumpster fire, dude. Poor Matt Ryan. What a shame. Technically, did, dog. did you guys? Sorry, uh, did you guys see the reports on? Well, the rumors on Mike Trout. No. So that, that was a big three sixty. Okay. Yeah, sorry. It's just Colts. Colts stink. Colts needs to do some things. Colts stink. Okay, good talk. But it just it just randomly popped in my head the whole Mike Trout situation. So with the the Angels are selling the team or the guy selling the team. Artie Marino, yeah. Yeah. Um and you know, they have no shot of getting Shohei back. You wouldn't think. And supposedly Mike Trout secretly pushing for a trade. And he wants to go back to the East Coast. I still don't think he ends up in Philly. He either wants the Mets, the Yankees, or Philly. I don't know if he ends up in Philly. I mean, I understand if you want to play for your hometown team. We've talked about this. Yeah. It'd be great, but, like, he's got it made right now. He's a cult hero in this city. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have to play for his team. He goes to Eagles games all the time. He's the season ticket holder. He... Mm-hmm. The the report is that nobody's willing to take a chance on him with the whole back issue. Yeah, it's scary, of course. Yeah, no, it is. But I don't know. I mean, it would sell tickets. You know, I, I completely, you know, I get that. But yeah. and it also makes them very, very good. Yeah, but it depletes your farm system because you're gonna have to give everything up for him. Yes. No. This is this is true. So, for as much as I love Mike Trout, I'm not willing to give up, you know, at this point in his career. Andrew Painter and, you know, everybody else. Painter's gone. Mick Abel's gone. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not. Willing to do that. Like, you're, well, you're, you're giving up way too many pieces for somebody who, in the next three to five years, if not sooner, is a DH. Yep. So, I love Mike Trout, and if they can find a way to get into Philly without giving up everything, I'm all in. Sure. But for what they're going to want, I don't know how you feel about it, Steve. I, uh, I'm i out. Teach their own. I mean, you don't really need them at this point. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's – I love him. I love the talent, but – Obviously, you want all the talent in the world, but to give up, they finally have established like some pretty good pieces in the farm. You know, I, I'm not willing to move on from that. But yeah, uh, that's 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 the NFL this week, I guess. Um, any games we're looking forward to in Week 17? I mean, I know the one I'm obviously is Monday night, Bills at Bengals. That's gonna be a good one. Yes, B- Buffalo minus one. Um, um, I'm taking the Bengals. Uh. There's a couple of really interesting games, though, if you look through the slate. The top two 
are probably Jags, Titans, Bengals, Bills. Jags, Titans is not happening yet. Panthers, box. That's week well, 18, buddy. I'm talking about I'm t- like oh, shit. games coming up. No, it's week 17. I'm t- I'm, no, it's a Declan, I'm saying. You're right, oh. Steve. Um, no, Cowboys, Titans is – it's an interesting – Dallas is minus 10. Jesus. Thursday nighter. Um, Bears, Lions, I think it's a fun game. Um, Dolphins, Patriots, very interesting game. Uh, Eagles and Saints, obviously, because the Eagles are trying to lock up the one seed. Um, Buccaneers, Panthers, for sure. Excuse me. Browns and Commies, even though it's an ugly game, I think that has the makings of being a very good game, if that makes sense. That can also um, mean a lot. I can't wait. Jaguars, Texans. That might be a fun one. Um, Jets and Seahawks, very interesting. Vikings and Packers. Green Bay is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, fun fact. So. Watch out, Minnesota. You might lose again. Uh, In Lambeau, it's going to be freaking cold. Oh, my God, yeah. That's going to be a good game. Uh, Steelers-Ravens, always a dogfight. Lamar may be back. We don't know yet. We got the Battle of L.A. Yeah, God. (laughs) I mean, if the Rams can look anything like they did against the Broncos, it'd be a good game. So... We'll see. Um, what do you say we move into what we forgot last week? Some nice power rankings, boys. Sure. I'm ready. You ready, Steve-O? Yes, sir. Big bet. Um, you guys, go ahead and start with lateral mentions if you would like. I have one. one. Yeah? I got the Dolphins. I don't have any. <laughs> I have the Giants and the Jaguars. Did you just say the Giants? Yeah, I'm stretching it. I said the Giants and the Jaguars. Nice. Well, I mean, the way they played against the Vikings, I give them credit. They were one of my honorable mentions last week, too. Like It's not like it's anything new. Um, Whoever wants to start, number 10, I guess we'll just start. Declan, go. Go, Declan. Right, the Chargers are actually playing good football. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars at 10. Oh, we, just, we doing quick fire on this one? Yep. Well, Cool. Uh, Miami, my number 10. I have the Miami Dolphins, 8-7. My number 9, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars getting hot. I have the L.A. Chargers treading water. Uh, Also treading water, the L.A. Chargers, 9-6. Number 9 on Jacobs' power rankings. Number 8, the Ravens. Holy shit, you need Lamar. (laughs) Number 8, Ravens. First time on my top 10 in like a couple weeks. Number 8, the trifecta. The Baltimore Ravens are number 8. 10 and 5. Where's Lamar? The defense is great. Number 7, Vikings. Offense good. Defense bad. But you win the game. <laughs> I don't know. It made me last the way. So. Uh, number 7, also with Declan. Uh, a 12-win team is my 7th-ranked team. Uh, with a plus 5 up point differential. Makes no sense. Vikings number 7. Number 7, Skull. <laughs> the Vikings all the way around the board. Number six, I have the Cowboys beat the Eagles, so they go up a spot. But, you know, Dak, I got to see more from Dak. Uh, number six, man, we're on a roll right now, boys. I got the Cowboys at six. It's not not disrespect no disrespect at all. I just think there's a couple other teams better. Yeah, than I, think, right I just now. think there's five teams better than them right now. But they're – don't get me wrong. They're a phenomenal team. Yes. At six. Number six. 
How about them Cowboys? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to mess up this list. I know I am. Yeah, it's going to break right here. Go ahead. Number five, I have the Bengals. Um, Joe Burr. Uh, they're, they're also getting hot at the right time. Uh, number five. Yep, you broke it. Uh, I have the 49ers. Yeah. Um, Brock Purdy Nation. We love it. Yeah, uh, I'm also on the Niners bandwagon at number five. Uh, but I think they are the scariest team in the NFL. Number five. Number four, I have nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen's not playing well. Von Miller is out. Stephon Diggs, haven't seen a whole lot from you. Bills, Bills are worrying me, definitely. Bills number four. Uh, number four, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. They're the same way I feel about Jacobs, what he does with the 49ers in the NFC. The Bengals are my AFC team to be on the watch out for. Couldn't agree more, Steve. We are still on the same wavelengths. I have the Cincinnati Bengals down a spot from three to four. Um, I, I think they were just playing with their food last week. But uh, I, I still, yeah, they're the dark horse in the NFC for me. Bengals 11 and four, number four. Numero Trace. Touchdown, Kansas City! <laughs> there it is. It doesn't count. Patty Mahomes, Cheeseburger, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. Give me the boys in KC, number three. Uh, number three, down one spot, I have the Buffalo Bills. Ah. Yeah, no one circles the wagons like the third-place Buffalo Bills. Um, They're still a phenomenal team. They're obviously one of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, Josh Allen's interception problem scares me a little bit. Lost. This is, it's just seven. the worst football they've been playing all year. Yeah, and they still get the shit out of the Bears, though. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I have to lower them in one spot. Stephen, I mean, I know the Bears stink. Sorry to cut you off, Steve. They hang in every game, even against. The I mean, I, I understand which they did hang in with the Bills until they didn't. But at the end of the day, the Bears are a three-win, four-win team. Three-win. Three at the end of the day. The Eagles barely beat the Bears. At the end of the day, the Bills get the shit out of the Bears the next week. No, I no, I understand, but the Bills should beat the Bears. Oh, they did. They, sh- they did what they should have. The Eagles should have beaten the Bears by more. They didn't. That's all. This I'm is saying. true. This is true. So, I think it's more impressive for the Bills, uh, which is why I have the Chiefs at number three. Uh, give me a touchdown. No. Touchdown, Kansas City! <laughs> said no, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, don't you give me a no, you dickhead. Uh, Chiefs number three. Because at number two, Declan? Oh, I've, no, I, have, I have the 49ers at number two. Oh, 49ers. Yeah. Whoa! They're the hottest team in the league right now. Eight in a row, yeah. Um, I don't see any team stopping them. Uh, smoke the Dolphins, smoke the Commies. I think if they go against the Chiefs again, I think it's closer, and I think they they might win. Uh, they're 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 like you said, they're a great team. They're definitely up there, and I I, I don't want to face them in the playoffs. Yeah, that's their last loss was at home into the Chiefs early on in the uh, CMC experiment. Steve, go ahead. Uh, my number two, I have the Cheeseburger Chiefs. Um, what's more to say, Pat, Patty Mahomes? Their defense is okay. Um, offense is electric. Nothing more. Yeah, nothing more than touchdown, Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> at number two, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I have the Bills at two. Josh Allen might have might have an interception problem, but uh, homie's a tank. 
they win. And shout out to Buffalo, by the way, and to Chicago as well. He FaceTimed Big Cat. Pardon my take. I know you heard this, Steve. Um, the, the Bills got stuck in Chicago on Christmas Eve. Big Cat was able to call the Barstool River North uh, bar, who was closed, and they were able to get enough employees to open for only the Buffalo Bills, who rented out the entire place. I'm sure they took care of all those employees as well. Um, shout out to the Bills and to Big Cat and the Barstool Chicago bar. Um, but number Incredible. one, it's, it's a phenomenal story. Um, number one, it's still Go Eagles. Yes, sir. Number one, Go Birds. Um, take the turnovers away, they win that game. Yep. Yep. Both games they lost, they should have won, for being real here. So, um, they beat themselves in both losses. So and that's that's a great Philadelphia sports team. They beat themselves. That does worry me for the playoffs. I will say, yes, because a team like San Francisco, if if they if the turnover differential with San Fran is four to one, it's not a six point game. It's probably a ten to fifteen point game. San Fran wins. So. The way I, the I way I imagine the Eagles beat the 49ers, I think it's not that the Eagles beat the 49ers. I think the Eagles beat Brock Purdy. For sure. Let him For make sure. mistakes. That's the one thing I think the Eagles do have, um, you know, that that can compete with that San Fernando line. Trent Williams, for as great as he is, when you have as many pass rushing options as the Eagles do inside and out, it's only it's, one it's, guy. It's big, exactly. But I will say the loss of Lane Johnson and that's um, a big loss. Who was the cornerback they lost for safety? Uh, CJ Johnson. Is he still out? Yeah. Is um, he just he got off IR this week, but I thought I saw I thought I saw somebody else too. That's why I wasn't sure. But um, oh, Avante Maddox. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Um, the Nick, he's the he's the nickel. Yeah, Johnson's probably not going to be back until the second round of playoffs. Well, that's that's why uh, you have to win one of these next two games. Team. Absolutely have to get that team healthy and get it a break. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, they had a pretty early bye week, didn't they? They did. Yes. Like week six or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you they're they're in they're in desperate need of a of a break so but yeah that's our power rankings um anything we're missing before we um we do our our usual closing segment with jacobs well we missed one thing bets of the week that we could jump right into because i can't wait to be done talking about this because we fucking suck this week. oh now you know how i feel big dog <laughs> we all did bad i mean Declan broke even but that's as good as we're gonna get because i'm heating up uh, bets of the week, our total uh, record right now, I'm still in the lead at 32-26-2. Jacob's in second at a dead even 29-29-2. And, and the shorts is one game under 500 at 29-30-1. We're close to shorts, you and me. Um, who would like me to read their bets of the week first? Don't I have two pushes, big dog? I said 29-29-2. Oh, I thought I heard 29-29-1. My bad. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Uh, who wants me to read theirs first? Uh, the shorts. Last place goes first. All right. 
Uh, the shorts went two and two. Uh, he got Bengals minus three as his lock correct, and he also took the over with Detroit and Carolina over 43 and a half. That also hit his losses were his dog at Eagles plus four and Eagles Dallas under 47 and a half when they dropped like 70. <laughs> that last that last field goal had to break your heart to shorts. The yeah, Cowboys like after cool. after the fumble when it was like, oh, they lost and there goes my bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, second place, Mr. Ryan Jacobs went one and three <laughs> again. again. <laughs> uh, your lock of the week was Lions minus two and a half, which I also took, by the yeah. way, and we both yeah. got that wrong. Um, your underdog of the week was Raiders plus two and a half, also lost. That one hurt. Yeah, that one was rough. I I, I like that pick, too. Yep. Um, your over of the week was Bengals, New England, over 41 and a half, did not hit. That one hurt. Yeah, 40, right? Yep. Oh. But your over hit with uh, Texans, Tennessee, under, under 35 and a half. That is gross. Yeah, the, I saw that under, and I was like, uh, well, uh, that's just a really bad game. I said Malik Willis is good for, oh, seven to 14 points, so I'll do it. <laughs> um, what's even funnier is that me and you both got the same thing correct with our unders and everything else we got wrong. Uh, yeah. The only thing I got correct was I had Tampa Bay, Arizona under 39 and a half. Pretty much every Tampa Bay game is going to hit the under for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Um, my over was Rams and Steelers over 38 and a half did not hit. Uh, I also had Falcons plus six and a half, which I thought was a sneaky dog. Wait, did you have the Rams game or the, the Raiders game? You said Steelers. You said Raiders Steelers? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said Rams. Steelers. I mean, I sorry, Ram, it is Rams Steelers. Raiders. Oh, it was Raiders? Oh, yeah, shit. Rams Rams put a 51 up on the Broncos. My bad. I wrote, I wrote down the wrong team. My fault. <laughs> I wrote it down on paper before we started the pod. Oh, you good, buddy. Um, it didn't hit regardless, so. Yeah. Um, I had the Falcons plus six and a half, which I thought was a sneaky dog. Almost covered. Yeah. Um, they lost by nine, I think. I think. Seventeen to nine, maybe eight, eight or nine. Eight. It's yeah. Close. And then, like I said earlier, I took the same dog as uh same lock as Jacobs at Lions minus two and a half. And so the, the shorts. Did you finally hit a favorite? He did. Uh yeah. Broke the streak. There you go. I wish I could remember how many games in a row he lost his favor of the week. By the way, I almost missed that favorite. <laughs> God, I would have lost it, dude. It's getting so close, we, though. We're it's, we are close. We're, I like we're it. All, we're all close together. I, th- I wish we would have come up with something like last place has to do. That would have been fun. I mean, we still could because it could be me or the shorts, but I'm not going to do it. It's fine. I think if we do it again next year, we can figure it out. But we can try to get more people in on it too. Maybe like how we did the the pickums. I know Logan. Logan does it every week with us. He just like writes his shit down for himself usually. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, on that note, probably time for uh, we we did the update on the the bowl week. So uh, on the bowl mania, uh, we'll have a better update for you next week. By by this time next week, it's pretty much over with. Um, we'll, we'll have the standings pretty much in tow. Uh, let me give you the, uh, give you the good stuff, uh, on this day in sports. So on this day in sports in 1959, the Baltimore, Baltimore Colts defeat the New York Giants 31 to 16 
in the NFL championship game. Colts scored 24 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to win. 1962, uh, 28th Heisman Award goes to Terry Baker of Oregon State quarterback. Um, 1964, the Cleveland Browns defeat the Baltimore Colts 27-0 in the NFL championship. It was the last championship win by a major league pro sports team from Cleveland until the 2016 Cavaliers. So that was their little uh, their little siesta from winning. Uh, speaking of siesta, how about the Fiesta Bowl? 1971, the first ever Fiesta Bowl. Arizona State beats Florida State 45-38. Uh, 1972, the Islanders lose their first of 12 straight games, uh, losing to the Kings in dramatic fashion. Um, what else we got? 1974, Archie Griffin becomes, from Ohio State, the running back, 40th Heisman Trophy Award winner. In Oh, here we go. Good one. 1980, got a good name. Calvin Murphy of the Rockets um, becomes the longest NBA free throw streak of 78. It's a pretty good one. Uh, in 1981, a disgusting stat. Uh, Wayne Gretzky becomes the fastest NHLer to 100 points. Guess how many games it took him? 15. Now that'd be insane. <laughs> 38. Wow. So it's essentially it's it's a little more than two points per game to start his career. Wayne Gretzky, everybody. Um, 1987, Steve Largent sets the all-time NFL record for career catches when he hit his 752nd catch. He had more than that, did not hold the record forever. 1999, Colorado Avalanche, Joe Sackett records his 1,000th career point on an assist against the St. Louis Blues. Big number, 1,000. Um, and this one, even though he was a Pittsburgh Penguin, it is still uh, an just incredible story. In 2000, uh, Pittsburgh Penguin center and part-time, oh, part-time part owner Mario Lemieux scores a goal and has two assists in his return to the NHL after more than three years out of the league with injury problems and battling cancer. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, Penguins beat the Maple Leafs 5 nothing in that game. Some birthdays now. Uh, happy birthday to two college basketball coaches, both probably Hall of Famers. I think Bill Self actually already is. Bill Self of Kansas and Mark Few of Gonzaga. Fun fact, both born on the exact same day in 1962. Um, and, of course, this day is the 27th of December. Um, happy birthday to wrestler Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Goldberg. 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 <laughs> uh, happy birthday to, I don't know if you guys remember his name. I remember him from uh, being the lead blocker for LaDainian Tomlinson. Lorenzo Neal. Yes. The fullback for the Chargers. Went to the Saints as well. Name was a unit. Jets as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else we got for you? Um... I think there's a couple more, yeah. Uh, happy birthday to 2002 Heisman Trophy winner, couple time Pro Bowler Carson Palmer. Yes, here we go. Happy birthday to Phillies legend, World Series MVP Cole Hamels. 
Oh, I miss him. I miss him. Hollywood Hamels looking to return to the major leagues, by the way. Fun fact. Um, happy birthday to pretty good NHL player. Been around the league a few times. Uh, was on the all-rookie team in 07. Was an all-star in 2011. Paul Stasny with the Avalanche Blues. Actually, currently with the Hurricanes uh, in Carolina. Saw him on Friday night. And uh, one last one. Happy birthday to Rick Porcello. Rick. MLB pitcher, Rick Porcello. Uh, yeah, that uh, that does it for our uh, This Day in Sports. And uh, before we go, Zanelli, I think we have a special shout-out to make. We do. You want to lead the way, brother? Yes. Tomorrow is one of our good friends in our favorite friend group. Uh, happy birthday, Liz Elizabeth. Happy 25th. Lizzie Tizzy. Mark. Lizzie Tizzy, delicious. Or definitely, what do we call it? Liz Liz. (laughs) Lizzie Lizzie. (laughs) Tomorrow's her birthday. We're going out to celebrate, all of us. Um, It's going to be a good time. I hope you have a great birthday. Fun fact, met Liz three years ago in a bar. We're double-fisting yanglings immediately, and that's when I knew we were going to be buddies. Also, fun fact, two-thirds of, of the podcast didn't catch the invite to Liz's birthday party. You self-centered. Th- whoa, 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 whoa. Well, my guess is Jacob's being eight hours away is why I wasn't invited. And DeShort's not being 21. Probably why he wasn't invited. <laughs> but, not, if it makes you feel worse, your brother was invited. Oh, yikes. It's fine. Dad, she didn't even invite me to his birthday, so it's cool. That's That's also true. This is true. Scumbag move. <laughs> and on that note, I think that'll do it for the North South podcast. Um, Zanelli, any final thoughts? Really thin pancakes. <laughs> uh, what is a crepe? Really thin pancakes. <laughs> I have come to defeat you, Vicky Bobby. <laughs> oh my god, I need to watch that again. Uh the shorts, any final thoughts? No. Poor kid. He's terrible <laughs> brought now. He's so sad. I'm just gonna end up showing up tomorrow. I'm just gonna end up walking in. Just crash, dog. What time what time did they kick miners out of the pub? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? You should know this. Definitely, why don't you call and ask? I'm not calling. Well, I guess you don't want to go, do you? I'm 15. What time do I have to leave tomorrow? Oh, I have a final thought. Uh, I don't know if you saw Steve or Declan. If you, uh, Declan, you saw, I think. My mommy's getting a new puppy. Aw. Getting a chocolate lab. January 20th, he comes home. Logan's birthday, by the way. Fun fact. It's very uh, nice. This is very nice. Very spicy. So that'll be fun. Hopefully he doesn't chew up too much shit in that house. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it, though, boys. So, as we always say, be sure to listen to the podcast. Where? On Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Uh, check us out online, on our Twitter page, on our Instagram page, Facebook, uh, TikTok, all that good stuff. Be sure to give us a follow, subscribe, let your friends know, let your family know. Uh, we hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah, all that good stuff. 
And um, as this is our last podcast of 2022, we hope you have a very Merry New Year as well. Happy New Year. Oh, um, thanks. Happy man. New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, y'all. Um, Happy New Year. Do we have any any possibilities for um, – oh, you know what? I think next week we're going to have a segment. Or we can do it now. It's real quick. Improv. Any uh, New Year's resolutions we've been thinking about? Gambling. What, gambling more? Gambling less. Well, you've done that before. Guess who's back? Back again. Degenerate Steve. Tell FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> At it again. I'm done. Um, I think there's always the losing weight one is good. Um Oh, I, hey, you know what? I can't wait to see all these phonies at the gym with the New Year's resolution. I, know. I, know, I can't I'm gonna, wait. I'm going to look like one of them because I haven't been as much lately. But, but to you be did fair, go. You did go, though. You were committed. Dude, I was going for a hot minute. I just got so busy with school. I'm, but... just, I'm just ready for the floodgates to be open at the gym where there's a million people, and then two weeks later, it's going to be a ghost town. I'm I waiting know. for it. It's so funny every time. The shorts, any, any possible resolutions for you? Probably not. <laughs> He's still a kid. It's cool. I mean, I've never done one before. So Bowl like, of 300. Probably not. Yeah, no, let's not choke and shoot a 26. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be that guy. Let's not choke. That's okay. You can say it. It's fine. She still still bowled a lot better than I did, buddy. That's this, is back. this is very true. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's about it, boys. Uh, friends, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in 2023. Exciting stuff. Let's go blue. Big game. Really hope they don't lose a TCU. I might cry. Um, yeah. So for just shorts and for Zanelli, this has been the North South Podcast. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Have a good night. Deuces.